G'day and welcome back to the My Peak Podcast. Thank you for joining us on your holistic development journey here with the great man, the legend, the man himself, Jordan Brown. Morning everybody, afternoon everybody, whenever you're listening, we're excited for this episode. We've obviously been all inspired by the uh, young athlete we're about to talk about. It's been an incredible journey, one that I'm sure most of us has followed very carefully. So Cam and I are very excited to talk about this one and one that we hope inspires a lot of you even more than what you've already been inspired. Yes, I'm sure you've heard of the great man, Ned Brockman. If you haven't, you've probably been living under a rock because this guy has been the talk of the town. And now that the dust has settled, we're going to recap five things that we can learn from the efforts of Ned Brockman. Yeah, what he did was just phenomenal, like we all know. Um, But I think what we're going to speak about now will hopefully offer what we think would be a little bit of an insight to not just the great result that we all saw, but a little bit of the process and and how these incredible things can happen. Um, And if you're thinking about tackling something big, obviously this is ridiculously large. It might be something big in your circumstances, then these will be some of the things that you can utilize to get you across your finish line, whatever that may be. Yeah, brilliant. Couldn't have said it better myself, Brownie. I think... I strongly think that Ned Brockman has changed the game. He's literally, anything that we were literally talking about this, anything that you thought was like really hard to do, you think of Ned Brockman and suddenly that thing seems a lot easier. So just by him actioning what he wanted to do, he's literally changed the perceptions of thousands and millions of lives in Australia and probably around the world Mm. today. It's funny, you thought a marathon was long. Yeah. You know, I'm just going to run a marathon. That's unbelievable. Not many people do that. And, and that may be the case. But now you think, well, maybe I'll have to just do 100 clicks because, well, like you said, he's just changed it. What, yeah, you, yeah. what you thought was, was impossible or what was maybe possible, now the ceiling's so much higher. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> we literally run a marathon just over a year ago. And we've always reflected on going, how did we do that? <laughs> it's true. We'd never do that again. That was insane. Yeah. But you literally see Ned Brockman wake up or you, you go home after work and you refresh your Instagram and you see he's clocked out another 100 kilometers. And not just 100 kilometers, he's doing it at, or did it at real pace. Yeah. And the one thing that I was determined to find was a track that was relatively flat when I ran the marathon. <laughs> we, we have a pretty hilly country here. We're not a flat country, Australia. So the hills that Ned would have had to tackle would just make everything he's done so much more difficult. Yeah, so it's incredible. Let's, we could talk about him all day. Let's get stuck into the five things we can learn from Ned Brockman. The first one is what he preached throughout his whole journey, and that is trying to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Yes. Now, this is one that, like Cam said, um, Ned preached so often. One, a term that I'd heard before um, in, in some other books and from, from David Goggins and things like that. And one that actually inspired me to make many decisions a few years ago. So I'm glad this has sort of resurfaced from another great mentor and one that hopefully a lot of young people out there or even older people are taking on board and realizing that this is where the change happens. This is where the transformation happens. The the awkwardness and the friction and the the tears or the soreness or the mistakes. This is what we need to become um, more comfortable with. Allow it to be the status quo. And when we can sort of understand that this is fully a part of the process and this is okay. One thing I often tell the young kids when we're coaching, 
um, when we sort of run strength and conditioning sessions for them, sometimes you look at their faces and they're in pain or they're asking to stop or that's enough. And I just say to them, guys, it's allowed to hurt. It's what it's meant to be there for, you mm. know, embrace it a little bit. And I, as difficult as that is, if you can somehow callous your mind to believe that way and understand that that's actually a good thing for growth, I think this goes a long way to helping you transform. Yeah. The thing I love about it is the way that Ned like, perceives this being comfortable being uncomfortable it's not just in like these big efforts it's the little things that he's done along the way that allows this to happen so like i remember listening to something the other day from ned and it was he was being asked about like ice baths and how that everyone thinks like the ice bath is all physical which there's obviously a lot of physical benefits but ned loved the ice baths in his preparation because of the mental benefit. And he said that he did an ice bath maybe three or four times a week. But when he wasn't having an ice bath and he maybe thought about it and he was jumping in the shower, thought, or maybe I have a cold shower, every time he had a thought about that, then he would have to action on his thoughts. And that's like, if he said to himself, if I can't be um, comfortable being uncomfortable in the shower here for a couple of minutes, then when I'm halfway across Australia, I'm in South Australian outback, and I'm really uncomfortable because my body's breaking down and my mind is telling me to stop, then if I can't do it for two minutes here, how do I expect myself to do it on this journey? So it's just a little decision like that when you're jumping in the shower and he makes the the decision of doing the hard thing every time. By the time he's doing his big journey, then those decisions become so much easier and perhaps they become automatic. He doesn't even have to think about it anymore. I like that because I think a lot of us, when we think about this, we think straight away physical or where being uncomfortable is so, it can be the smallest thing. Like Cam said, jumping in the cold shower, jumping in the ice bath. For some people listening, it might be, you know, maybe starting a podcast, something that's something a bit different. Maybe it's, you know, changing your diet. Maybe it's um, starting a business, starting a YouTube channel, starting TikTok skits. Who knows what the uncomfortableness is? But getting uncomfortable with that, uh, getting comfortable with that uncomfortableness when we start something new is something to be welcomed. And what I think is really important is the people around you need to champion that and allow them to encourage you on that journey. Because you know, without people there helping you out, saying it's okay to feel that way, there's a bit of belief there. Um, sort of just instills a bit of motivation in you, which I think can be really important. Yeah, you can apply this in so many ways. I think you do this very well, actually, Brownie. And say, like, you take it from a mental, emotional point of view, perhaps it's doing a bit of meditation in the warm-up when no one else around you is doing it or for you, Brownie, talking about your veganism when no one else in the team is doing that or is comfortable to talk about that. It's doing these things, being comfortable when everything or all your thoughts tell you to not do it Mm. but just becoming comfortable to be uncomfortable is so important and you can apply it to all these different circumstances and the more you apply it the easier it becomes over longer periods of time yeah i think i've said it before but the picture i always get in my mind when you do things that's against the status quo or things that feel uncomfortable to you is swimming against the current i love the idea of going against the current it's harder but you're going to get so much more out of it. You're going to be fitter, stronger, more mentally prepared, and essentially you're going to end up where everyone else isn't. And if you can end up where everyone else isn't, it's probably a pretty good place. Yeah, it's you could, we could literally talk about this all day and how well Ned Brockman has installed it 
he's probably installed this like subconsciously and a lot of if you did follow his journey from the beginning or maybe halfway through subconsciously you'd start to be absorbing and applying these things naturally just by reading his posts every day all right the second thing we want to talk about and another thing that was a common theme on ned's posts and i think it's in his instagram bio was to just show up yeah it is his bio now this one is just so powerful this is the power of consistency the power of routine the power of getting yourself up out of bed putting the shoes on and tackling that thing that you know is going to be difficult this is actually one of the hardest things to do because so often we make excuses why maybe we deserve a day off maybe we deserve a bit of a later start maybe we um, aren't feeling our, our you know our best self whatever it may be but the power of staying consistent and doing it anyway regardless of how we feel is where the real sort of mental calluses come in and allows you to tackle some big things it's the hardest part is just getting to the start so once you get there once you show up that's the hard part so everything true. else becomes easy so true so for example for ned brockman every day if he takes his first step obviously <laughs> he's taken a lot of steps in one day but he just knew that all he had to do was start and then the starting is the momentum you need to complete whatever it is you want to complete obviously for ned it's something that we might not be able to run that much in our whole life and he ran across the country in just over a month but just the power of actually showing up for us in everyday activities it could be going for a run in the morning or it could be choosing the healthy snack in the afternoon or it could be doing a bit of meditation before game day just the power of actually showing up and being present in the moment is so powerful yeah action creates motivation oh i like that so i think about this all the time i think about Sometimes I have those internal battles, couldn't be bothered, oh, I can do something else, I'll be proactive in another way. But then all of a sudden I find myself in the car on the way to what I didn't want to be at, whether it's maybe the gym or wherever it may be, or maybe I've just walked down to the edge of the driveway ready for a run. I'm like, all right, well, I'm here, I'm obviously going to do it. So I've just gotten myself into a position where it's a non-negotiable now. I've just got to the, to, to the front door right where I'm about to, to open it and, and go into the thing that's going to make me uncomfortable i've showed up and now you just go for it yeah it's i could i could repeat it all day about just how the hardest part is getting there and once you do get there it becomes easy so just showing up day in day out time in time out makes a huge difference in the well in both the small steps but also the big picture as well yeah I, i i have this battle every morning i hear the alarm go off and i think just put your feet on the ground. I say that to myself every morning. I'm like, if I just swing my feet, just swing my feet, swing my feet on the ground and you're sweet. Because as soon as you swing your feet on the ground, that's it. You've, you've mastered whatever's left you're there up. to do. And then away you go. I reckon just before we move on to the power of showing up for the people around you too. Like just showing up. And when you've got people around you that show up as well, it can create an environment that makes it so much easier to like we say, build the momentum to achieve the goal or goals that you've set out to achieve along the way. All right, our next point, our point number three comes down to values. Oh, Brownie's favorite. Let's go. Hold on. <laughs> Enjoy the ride. Now, Ned, I think when he took off, he took his first steps and, and well before that, the one thing Ned always knew was his why, why he was doing this. I think so often we struggle to have a purpose behind what we do sometimes we're doing things for um, external benefits you know we might be doing something to um, uh, try and impress someone else or try and impress a coach or uh, try and impress our teammates or 
maybe our family where Ned um, so often talk about he wanted to push his limits. He wanted to know what he was capable of. His why was so internal that he didn't need any external motivation. And I think this is a really important part of when you're taking on a big task is that you've got to have something inside you that allows you to keep going in times where it gets tough. Knowing your values is so important. Yeah, if this... If this lesson, if Ned Brockman and seeing him run across the country from Perth to Sydney, if you can't see the benefit of understanding your values and your why, then I don't think you'll ever understand the benefit because every day Ned Brockman would wake up and he would understand why he is doing what he is doing and that was what gave him the motivation and the determination to keep going day in, day out. So I think it's a very powerful lesson and it's something that Ned Brockman wrote in his post nearly every day why he was actually doing this big run. For him, it was probably two main reasons, I reckon. It was, he was doing it to raise money for the homeless and he spoke about um, how he, when he was running before this run, just running to train and he would run past some homeless people and he would always feel obliged to stop and talk to them and give them a few coins if he had them in his pocket. And the other why for him is like testing his limits. So every day he woke up, he knew that he had to keep running because if he didn't, then he wasn't testing his limits to test to see how far he can go. So it's very powerful. Know your values. Your values might not be, or probably won't be the same as Ned Brockman's and they won't be the same as maybe Geordie's or I, but you need to know your values so you can set out on your path to achieve whatever it is you want to achieve. Yeah, and don't get mixed up with Ned's values here. Even though he was doing something for someone else, he wasn't doing it for someone else for himself. I think that's where you want to really determine the difference. I think sometimes we take off and try and get these tasks for validation from someone else or encouragement for, for someone else or whatever it may be from someone else, but Ned was doing it for someone else, for other people. And I think that's what's really important. His internal motivation wasn't selfish. It was actually completely selfless. Yeah, and it's his values that allow him to uh, action his intentions because he knows his values so well. In fact, he knows his values that well that he didn't even have to think about them. He just got up and got into it. Yeah, so I think what we want you to take away from this point is whenever you're going to tackle something or you've got a big goal or you're beginning something new uh, and a new um, a new journey make sure you write down your values understand who you are when it comes down to difficult parts or times when you're under the pump your value is going to help you make good decisions you're going to have a moral compass there to point you in the direction in, in the way you want to go so writing down your why before you start your big task and writing down your values is a super important way to when you get in the thick of it to keep moving forward and have that internal motivation yeah awesome i'm glad you got it out there just about to move on to the next topic, but Brownie managed to get out moral compass in there. So well done. We'll move on to our next, uh, the fourth thing we can learn from Ned Brockman. This is probably my favorite of the five things that we've got down for today, and that is preparation and how important your preparation is to achieve the results that you want to achieve. Yeah, I was talking to Cam when we wrote down this um, point around what we saw from from Ned Brockman going from Perth to Sydney was like our our Saturday cricket. It was our game day. You know what we didn't see from Ned, and what many people didn't didn't even know he existed was his off seasons, his many off seasons, his many mornings, four a.m. or his many afternoons after work. We didn't see that hard work. We didn't see that transformation. We didn't see that grind. The preparation that he had to do, or he had to work towards for this was 
It was something that doesn't happen overnight. And I think this is where a lot of people during those difficult times where it can be hard to see the finish line, Ned's finish line was so far. He had a start line before he had a finish line. Like, mm. I think we need to understand that it's great when we see these people do these things and these results that happen. Um, but the uh, the grind and the journey is plenty of things that we don't see and, and preparation is the only reason why we can achieve or the only reason why Ned achieved this incredible feat. Yeah, he. it was in one of the podcasts that he went on before the run from Perth to Sydney, he said one of his big focuses was the goal of just turning up to day one to Perth. That was like his major uh, goal, major effort towards was just turning up to day one. He knew that once he got there, then he would be able to... He had full confidence in himself that once he started, he would make it to Sydney like he did. But it just reinforces how his total focus was actually on his preparation. He didn't want to leave any stone unturned. He wanted to make sure that his preparation gave him the best possible chance at completing this math- like massive effort. Yeah. But all of his focus in the lead-up was getting to day one and he actually in this podcast with mark boris which we've spoken about a few times on other episodes as well is he was saying mark boris asked him what his major challenge was and he said right now i could run from perth to sydney i'd be fully confident this was like this was in july so that was months ago but he said my biggest concentration now is making sure that I'm doing everything I can, both physically, but mentally, socially as well, which we'll talk about in our last point, to make sure that when the journey starts, he's got the resources and the capabilities to get everything to align together Mm. to make sure him and his team can get to Bondi Beach in the set amount of time. Ned's a classical example of the veggie garden, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Like, you plant the (laughs) seed, you sow the seed, and you reap your rewards down the track. The rewards that ned has um now had or will still come have taken so much time it's been right at the tip of the iceberg you actually saw his followers or the donations increase so much when everyone else started to have the belief mm. he's actually going to do this yeah you know, he's right. actually going to yeah. complete it look where he's at now he was only on he, he only hit a million dollars a couple of days out and, and then he finished on two million it's incredible how it works so i think the encouragement you, you get from it is sowing the seed, going through the process, having your pre-season, and then really trying to, and then everyone can see it, but especially you seeing those results right at the end. I think that that's what we can learn from Ned is that you won't reap your reward straight away. It takes time, takes effort, but there's some big rewards coming if you sow the seed properly. Yeah, it goes back to that second point of just showing up. If this, if you've watched Ned, Ned Brockman's journey and it's inspired you, which... It would have. If it hasn't, then I don't know what will. (laughs) And you want to do something yourself. Obviously, it might not be quite what Ned Brockman's done, but it might not be in a similar setting. It might be starting your own business or it could be doing something, trying to learn something new, a new language or an instrument, Mm -hmm. whatever it is. If this has inspired you to start something, understand that the results aren't going to come if you don't start your preparation now. And for Ned Brockman, his preparation was waking up at 4 a.m. every day and running for two hours. And he was doing that for years and years and years, and no one sees that. All of a sudden, this bloke pops up on Instagram, and he's he's uh, 200 kilometers away from Sydney, and he started in Perth, and everyone goes, oh, 
how good's that? But understand the preparation. Whatever you, whatever it is you want to achieve, you have to start now. And it takes time and time and time. It takes processes. It takes routines. It takes habits to get the results that you want to achieve and what Ned Brockman was able to achieve. Yeah, I think the preparation so often happens in silence. It so often happens individually. I think be okay with that. What we saw with, with Ned was that you know, um, time alone, time in the dark, time where no one's around, all of a sudden the light comes at the end of the tunnel and there's 200,000 people cheering his name as he, I, I want to say stumble, but he looked pretty fresh to me. Yeah, honest. he did. It was only a 70K the last day. I couldn't believe it. I went and saw him <laughs> running up the Hume Highway. I couldn't believe how fast he was still going yeah. when he ran past me. That day, I clocked out that I was only 15 kilometers from where he finished that mm. day. And he, that day, he ran 115 Ks. Mm, mm. So he's run past me. <laughs> it's day 46. He's mm. run 100 kilometers. And he's run past me. And I'm not sure how long I would have kept up with him. Yeah, he's quick. <laughs> <laughs> it's just incredible. So I think be okay with the fact that um, people will always want to get around you with, with the light. You know, in the darkness, it's, it can be difficult. And in the darkness, that's where the real growth happens. But eventually, when you come out the other side... That's when you'll start to see people get around you. That's when you'll start to see these results come to fruition. This is where you'll start to see the benefits of sowing the seed by yourself in the dark, in ordinary hours, you know, in the pain, in the fear. But all of a sudden, the light does come and uh, you'll see those results down the track. Awesome. All right, let's talk about the last one. The fifth uh, thing that we can learn from Ned Brockman is the importance of having a support network. Yeah, a topic that we have touched on before a lot in the summit series yeah i love this topic because it it really drives home the fact that um we can't do everything on our own which i love mm. it's it's probably something that people they might have thought of it they might have seen his crew they might have thought yeah yeah cool but how important he had i think he had nine people follow him across the country he had two cars worth the well a the physical help that they give him, but also be the mental encouragement they give him. I reckon if you interviewed, it will probably, well, by now, you probably would have heard a few interviews with him, but I reckon he will credit a lot of his um, results to the people that he had traveling with him. Yeah, and I think the great thing about the support network Ned has and one that we should learn from was that he had someone to meet his needs in each area. You know, he would have had someone to look after his physical needs. He had his partner there probably to look after his emotional needs. You know, he had people there to meet the different aspects of his health that he needed. And I think this is a really important thing to understand that you don't go to your batting coach for bowling. You know, you, <laughs> you've got to have other people around you that are going to help you implement these different sorts of uh, areas that you want to improve in. And having a support network is the only way to get there. I think we so often think, in today's society that we have the resources we can do it ourselves no you know i need to do this on my own but being sort of um able to go no i actually need some help here and not only do i don't need help because i'm in a bad way i actually need help because i'm trying to achieve something so big here so great and i think that's where the support network can come into um uh, is so handy yeah it's i like the way how you said the different he had different people on his journey to support his different needs it's a great way to think about it because if you can think of whatever goal you want to achieve if it is a like a sport or a cricket goal 
It's the whole point of the My Peak program. Think about all these different elements that are going to go into the recipe for success. And you're going to need people around you to make sure A, you've got support, B, you've got accountability, and C, you've got people that you can learn from around you. That's what you need to make sure that all of these uh, ingredients are going into the recipe for success. Yeah, I would encourage you to write down your support network. You know, if you want to be practical from today's episode, write down the people you go to when things go pear-shaped or write down the people you go to when you need support or even write down the people you go to when things are going good because so often success can be, um, I don't want to say a bad thing, but can be a distraction. When you succeed, sometimes you can take the foot off the gas. Sometimes you can, you know, get a little bit too big-headed. And I think, Relax. Yeah, a bit relaxed. I think having a support network when things go well will keep you grounded. You know, that's awesome, Cam, that you've done that, but all right, now where do we go with this? You know, is that really your end goal or where are we going now? You know, that your success is always a checkpoint to your next to your next location. I think as well, the power of, of um, writing down your support network, it also just gives you answers to go to straight away if something mm-hmm. does happen. You don't have to, an easy one is like if you get injured. I reckon a lot of people would be out there now, if they were to get injured today, if you're going to training this afternoon, you get injured, who do you go and see? I reckon there'd be a lot of people that would have to make a phone call and they have to make a phone call and then they make a phone call and then maybe a week later, then you get an appointment with someone. But if you know, okay, if I get injured, I'm going to see this person. Come Saturday or training this afternoon, you do get injured straight away. That night, you might have called them. The next day, you might have an appointment and you start the process a lot quicker. And obviously, your challenge is to have a support network, like Brownie said, that uh, meets the different needs that you have identified are important to achieve the goals that you want to achieve. Yeah, that's awesome. And just to touch on another example, another great example is when it goes well. So I just spoke about that, but let's use cricket as an example. You might score 100 on the weekend. You might take six or seven wickets. You've had an absolutely brilliant game. Come Monday, who's your mental and emotional coach that you speak to to get you grounded again, to get you back in the process of of Monday? Who is the person you speak to to make sure you're in the right headspace to tackle the week ahead? So often our success can, like Cam Cam said, can relax us, can keep us distracted. But if you know, okay, I, I did a great job Saturday, Sunday, I'm actually feeling on top of the world, confidence is high, people are congratulating me left, right and center, I'm on to my, I'm on to my mental and emotional coach Monday morning, hey, mate, just need you to ground me, just need to make sure I'm in the right uh, mind frame to tackle the week, to get back into my routines, to make sure I can be consistent. Awesome. That's brilliant. I think it's been a great episode. We could talk about Ned Brockman for hours. I'm sure we'll bring him up again at some stage. Yeah, yeah. So five things that we can learn from Ned Brockman. The first one is to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Second one is the importance of just showing up. The third one is knowing your values. Fourth one is preparation, the power of preparation. And the last, fifth and last one is your support network. Well, we hope you enjoyed today's episode, guys, and we hope you're inspired, one, by Ned, and two, by the things that we brought up today. If you have any questions, please reach out to Cam and I. We're always here to be a part of your support network to help you out where we can. If you're interested in getting involved in the MyPeak community, please don't be afraid to reach out. Take the next step to transform your life. Awesome. We'll see you next time on the MyPeak podcast.